0: Welcome back to Dev Dive episode nineteen. As always, I'm your host, Nighthawk. I'm joined today by my co-host, Riot Legend Larry. And we brought Spook JK back on for another episode. Today we're gonna to talk about some mental health for self-employed creators and the parasocial relationships between viewers and streamers. Welcome back to the show, Spooks.
1: Thank you so much for having me again. I appreciate it. I came in way too early last time. This is our second time. I'm gonna sell you out again. <laughs> yeah. For quarter inch or twice. Because last time Good. you did it and I sold you out. So I'm selling you out again. <laughs> This is, second this is a pattern. I like it. <laughs> we actually were able
0: to get Larry on the show at the same time, so we've we've aligned the schedules finally, so we can have all it's three of us on the Larry. show.
1: It happened. It happened for the most important conversation. <laughs> the most important. Yes. actually,
0: I'm excited for the most.
1: I'm ex- actually really excited for
0: um, today's show because I love talking to people about what they do, and I love talking about stuff like that. But I feel like this conversation about like mental health and then also the viewer streamer relationship. Is something that really doesn't get a lot of coverage, especially from people yeah. who sort of have seen both sides of it. Like Spooks, you work with a lot of these these streamers who deal with these these viewers on a day to day basis. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see. We sort of have like a, a great uh, mix of of uh, perspectives here because we have Larry, who I'm sure doesn't have nearly like any experience with this sort of like dynamic at all. So we have the Outsider's perspective. we have mine, and I have sort of like a a mid-level, and then we have Spooks who has uh, has almost a first-hand um, look at it. So I'm excited for that. But Um, (laughs) I have written on the doc, ask about sim racing. (laughs) See how that's going. How's your sim racing going, Spooks?
1: I'm really liking it, all right? If you don't know, Larry, I got into sim racing like, this not month, okay just not, not sim
0: like like the sims not like the guys who are like oh you got
1: us
2: you got gas pedals and a shifter and a wheel exactly like, yeah yeah the whole I just uh, okay all right i
1: just picked that up and uh okay i've never have no experience with it before but uh, yeah i just got super into it randomly and it's yeah it's definitely my new my new passion or like i i have been playing every day just just trying to get better like it's like the f- okay. first time in a long time i've had a hobby where i'm just like actively trying to get better at it every day and it feels yeah. really good it's something That's to just awesome. like pour all my time into especially right uh, now
2: what yeah, was um, it next step is going to be uh flight sims maybe oh i'm going to i have a flight simulator and...
1: stick coming tomorrow yeah. i don't want i knew it i knew it i knew it microsoft flight sim is coming out it free, looks like next week or something. It looks really, really oh, good. It looks I didn't so good. Out for yeah. free. Well, it, okay. Oh, so okay. if you have Game Pass, it's technically one dollar yeah. if you get the Game Pass, oh, okay. like, uh, or like five dollars a month. I, I forget, but whatever. it's, okay. it's very cheap. I mean, um, actually, I yeah, want to talk about yeah. Game Pass? Game Pass is awesome. Yeah, we can do. Is it? Like, it really awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft used to be like kind of like stingy about everything. Like, remember Microsoft was the people who pioneered Xbox Live which was Mm. the first pay-to-play service in consoles, basically. Um, So they, like, they started the whole thing where, like, hey, you have to pay $60 a year or whatever to play video games online, to play Halo with your friends. Mm -hmm. And now they're rotating back to free Halo 5 multiplayer, or Halo Infinite multiplayer, Microsoft Game Pass, which is, like, 1,000 games for $1 a month or $5 a month. And, like, they're bringing games from Xbox to PC on
1: Steam. So yeah. they're like they did what's my player, favorite part about it a one eighty just being being able to play I, games on p c is my yeah. biggest thing
2: dude the uh cross platform uh multiplayer is gonna be huge that's gonna open up a big like a big market like being yeah. able to do that and I think the <laughs> i think think services like streaming services like Hulu and netflix and like uh and the like um probably played a big part in my mind because. Yeah. It, that's basically what you're doing is you're providing a gaming streaming service. streaming service like, yeah yeah
1: pretty much and yeah.
2: uh i think they that, like i think they took the hint <laughs>
1: maybe yeah this is,
3: I, maybe this I is a good idea
1: <laughs> genuinely is like the way that um a lot of you know we'll get access to a lot of games i think mm-hmm. you know they're even going to be doing exp- like exclusives on Game Pass, or like re- releasing games for free, like not exclusive, sorry, but releasing games for free the day of release on Game yeah. Pass, like that's crazy.
3: That's Stuff like yeah, that's pretty huge. That's yeah, it's
1: unprecedented. They've never, they, nobody's
0: ever done like a service, a streaming service for games that actually has launch games, like right, right day one. So they're gonna sell a lot of Game Pass, especially if Xbox Series X One X. Does well. I don't know. What's the new Xbox called? I have no uh, idea. I did not I
2: think pay think that's attention what it's called. It. Series X1X something. Like, yeah. Something. That sounds yeah, about right. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's what it is to me, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, for the first time, am excited about the new PlayStation. And I was always an Xbox mm-hmm. guy. But I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I probably won't buy it. But I'm more excited about the PlayStation than I am the Xbox mm. for the first time. And now I was like an Xbox fanboy yeah. growing up. My, I was my never. Ha- my family was a Halo family. <laughs> we played Halo
0: exclusively. This is a Halo household. If you aren't yeah, the it. Master Chief or the yeah. Arbiter,
1: get out. Absolutely.
2: Ma- master Chief race. So What is it?
1: <laughs> I used to like Sorry. get by being able to watch my brothers play Halo by telling my mom that the blue blood wasn't actual blood because it was from aliens. Oh, I did the day
3: same day. thing.
0: Yeah, really? <laughs> my
3: parents
1: were like, my, so my oldest brother would always play Halo.
0: And then when they would go out, we'd always play with them. Um, and my parents were like, not really stoked on that. They were like, eh, it's pretty violent, it's M-rated, yeah. whatever. But Dave would, or my older brother would always argue that it, it it's aliens, so it's
1: not like real violence. You're just aliens. <laughs> it's just aliens. Exactly. So That was always the argument.
2: You know how we say that this show is a bit of, like a show of tangents? Mm-hmm. You ready for the mm-hmm. first one? Absolutely. i'm pretty sure we're on
0: the first one like... already oh yeah
2: that's, tr- that's, <laughs> that's true that's yeah um, that's a fair point uh i i've always disliked that uh that what do you call it, that movement in i don't know maybe like the 80s 90s where they uh tried to they censored everything out so like blood and violence and gore mm. and stuff um, because if you go back and watch like a lot of 70s movies those are very lax there's a lot of stuff in there that <laughs> people anyway um, yeah. And my my grandmother would always be like, oh, I love the A-Team. I love the show, the A-Team, because, you know, you have people fighting and they're firing guns and whatnot, but you don't see any blood or, or anything like that. And I used to think, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Until I saw someone go, you know, that's actually really bad, because as an impressionable child, you get the idea of, oh, I can do violence that's... and there's no real consequence.
1: That's a right? good point. Like, that's a really yeah. good point. Yeah.
2: It's like a, makes... an unintentional desensitivity. Desensit- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, by
1: not showing like the realities of it or yeah, know, the exactly. uh, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That it's and it's always
2: sense. so interesting where you have someone who's like, like they'll, like they'll, they'll shit talk somebody and they'll get popped in the face for it, right? And they're like, "Oh, you punched me, you broke my nose." Or I'm like, "I mean, like yeah. what you think was gonna happen?" Like,
1: <laughs> absolutely.
2: <laughs> like, oh, I, I didn't know being in a fight was gonna hurt. And I'm like, okay, all right, this is. <laughs> I, b- I blame tv for that one
1: <laughs> yeah 100 percent.
2: if you think about I it though
0: like there. there is no avenue where kids are going to be able to learn about anything especially these days other than like video games and media like
1: yeah i mean
0: who's going outside and getting insane. in fights anymore <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's in 2020 yeah. yeah yeah
2: i don't I know you like... gotta have a mask and you gotta put the rubber gloves on and, yeah. <laughs> and <that> suit. <laughs>
0: The most violence Fun, we have yeah, is kids coughing safe, on each other.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we all know that people who are fighting want to be safe. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. priority number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah
3: they got
0: thing.
1: the boxing gloves on. <laughs> they got the the
0: mouth guard in.
2: Yep. <laughs> ding <Absolutely>. ding. <laughs> um,
0: we were talking about something about Xbox. I think. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Xbox, hey Xbox Game we, Pass is pretty good. Sponsor us, Xbox. Come yeah, on, there you, there you go. go. Yeah. There you
2: are. And mm-hmm. then that's because you got the the sim, like the flight stick coming in.
1: Sim. Exactly. Yes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So yeah, I want. So I bought that. Oh, fully impulse buy. No, you go so, ahead. So <laughs> the next tangent's already so, right here. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, it has it has it has to do with the flight stick. Um, good, the good. uh, oh, what's the new uh, Star Wars fighter game? Ooh, like, that's what I bought
1: it for too. Yeah, I'm like
2: i know Dude, i'm gonna i have to i have to get one i love this i just game. bought myself
1: a little joystick it, it's like i they're not super expensive um mm-hmm. but yeah like i i know that i'm gonna want to play that game especially because i heard yeah. it's gonna have vr compatibility That's,
2: yes mm. exactly yeah. yeah i'm already yeah. looking at uh, vr headsets for when they go on sale for black friday hopefully or cyber monday yes. one or the other and a joystick just oh, for man. that game alone you yeah, might be able to so pick up it. I think that's so yeah. worth
0: it. You might be able to pick yeah, up yeah. like a used one on Facebook Marketplace or something for like super cheap. Oh yeah. 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 That's yeah true. VR
1: like VR headsets, honestly, like I have the first gen five, I think, and it it works amazing. Like it's yeah. like it's the old school one, but it works really good. Not uh I'm
2: just it. looking uh I'm looking forward to having a fully enclosed system. You know what I mean? Like, mm. don't have to oh, worry yeah. about wires so much. Don't have to yeah. worry about headsets, right? Like, I'm I'm very much like convenience. I'll, I'm willing to spend a yeah. little bit more if you make it oh, convenient for that. me. We're so. we're almost there. Have one of the first gens, like, yeah. I yeah.
0: mean, Oculus Quest exists, and it's mm-hmm. pretty underpowered. Like, it's not going to be running squadrons or anything, but it can play right. like Beat Saber, and it can play like yeah. That- the-
3: that's
1: the one that's literally just the headset, right?
0: Yeah, it's like it's literally just the headset. There's no wires. That's no, wild. That's like, yeah. that's going to be the future. And we're already to the point exactly. where they have something. It's not great, but they have something. Like, it's not but long soon before. Those things are
1: going to be powerful enough to play any yeah. game.
0: So it's, like, yeah.
2: That's wild. I think they're I already coming out with a second gen of the quest. I read
3: something. Oh, somewhere probably. That yeah, it's, probably it's already probably. been. Yeah. I believe. Uh so. oh. Firelight? Can you hear that? Wait. it's what, stopped. What fire? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> the small, the fastest from, fire wait, in that history from my room
2: what one second it went off here too that's weird no only no, no. on fire room. no i'm saying it went off on my side too is that an alarm it didn't it didn't go anywhere it, none of these went off that, it went on mine yeah i know that was the only one so, podcast folks <laughs> 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 and this is the most that
0: action we've gotten in a long time
2: yeah i don't i can check it later
1: i'm invested
2: <laughs> All right, just leave your door open. Maybe it was the monoxide.
1: Oh no! <laughs> oh god! That would be bad. <laughs> that would be really
2: bad. Find out yeah. next time
0: on Dev Dive Two. <laughs> there is Larry's house on fire?
2: <laughs> All right, one second. I'm gonna wow. go We're
0: find fine. out what
1: that was. Uh, we'll, con- we'll continue yeah, you guys everything. Keep talking about squadrons. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stay. Stay safe, Larry. Dude. Don't catch on fire.
1: All right. If he comes um, back on fire, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> Get ready to clip it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we need that. We need that live stream fail karma. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So squatch. Uh, yeah, squatching looks
1: fun. I'm actually so excited for it. Yeah, I forgot until he said brought up the flight sim that I bought a joystick. I'm fully in in this, man. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with me, but like, I'm just having. I don't know. I have you- my interests are now just in like learning these skills. Like I just want to get good at driving in I play it it's called a seto Corsa is uh-huh. the game I play. Um and there's a a competition variation of the game and I've been I'm trying to get to a point where I can join an online race and not ruin <laughs> it for everyone else, but what I've been reading is that that already happens, so I don't really need to worry about that. Like there's already someone who's worse than me in that lot in those lobbies apparently is what I'm reading. So, I need to not be so scared about joining and just just go in. But there I don't was, know, man,
0: it's fun. There was a, um, they were doing like NASCAR or something. I think it was NASCAR. It was like NASCAR online when everything was like super, super locked down and nobody was doing anything. Um, yeah, yeah. And I watched this guy, this professional NASCAR driver, he got like intentionally wrecked by somebody on the in the game. And it happened like yeah. two or three times. Or at least he says it wasn't an intentional wreck. And he just yeah. like got really upset and he left he left the race. And it was just like a real race. race. <laughs> He's like Oh my He, he just got man. out of his, yeah, his Actually
1: rage quitting in our NASCAR race. That's what yeah. <laughs> I'm And his
0: he had like a sponsor that dropped him. But I think the sponsor wow. was like just like it was like this really small um oil company or something. It was really weird. Just a small oil company. No no no, no. Like, like it was like they had like a thousand <laughs> a thousand followers. It was like a 1000 followers on their Twitter and they're like we're That's really wild. disappointed in Bubba Wallace's uh per perfor- or behavior today so we will no longer be uh sponsoring. <laughs> I'm like <laughs>
1: for
0: rage quitting. Come on.
2: Who man. follows an oil company on Twitter?
3: <laughs> I know. Well, it was really weird. I don't it he might not have updates, been an oil company.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was I something know. really weird though. Their social That's media funny. managers really
3: good. Oh,
0: you know what it was? It was like a um it was like one of those like uh neuro neurotropics companies. Like the like brain supplements and stuff. I don't know oh, okay. if you believe in those, but um gotcha. like alpha Brain kind of thing. It wasn't alpha brain, but it was like one of those types of thing. Um gotcha. I don't know why I thought oil. I think maybe I thought it was thinking snake <laughs> oil. <laughs> snake oil,
1: possibly.
2: Like fish oil or something like that. Uh that could be, that could have be been what it was. Anyway.
0: Um Hey, how about we how about we get back to the the topic?
2: What's yeah. What's
0: the show about again? I don't know. What, I think we we're, were talking about, about squadrons or something. We're excited for that. I'm
1: down to talk oh, about squadrons all night. Honestly. We can talk a little bit more about squadrons. Did you ever play Battlefront Two? Not the original, the new one. <laughs> uh, I uh, wait, sorry, not the new one. The not original, the original. Or... The new one. The, the oh, one that came the original, out like a few years one. ago. I think I played like a few hours of it. Yeah,
0: they had a. But, um, yeah, I have played. it. They had a, uh, a star fighting uh, game mode. I didn't that, that? I actually I really liked it, but a lot of people don't like it. They're like, it's just terrible. But I thought it was pretty fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the gameplay I saw from Squadrons, everyone says it's like really cool. Like it just looks good. It looks really good.
2: Yeah. I'm excited, much much excited.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right. Now to g- go back down on a, right. a a very depressing and terrible note.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: Why don't we get serious? Okay. Let's do it. No, but to, in all seriousness, um I think it's important to talk about this type of thing because it does affect people and it does affect a lot of a lot more people these days than it ever has. Um so, I think talking about it, it can help um if it can even help one or two people, that that's a win in my book. So, I we wanted to yeah, we wanted to talk about, a little bit about um how to deal with mental health issues as like a content creator as a as a smaller uh self-employed person like an editor, like Spooks is, or, or even just a content creator, like a streamer? Um, how do you deal with a lot of the issues that that plague that community? So um, I know one of the things that I wanted to talk about was, uh, and I've talked to Larry about this a lot recently, is like the results-oriented um, nature of producing content in general. If mm-hmm. you're a, a streamer or a YouTuber or anything, a podcaster, and you're not getting the results that you want to get out of your effort it can be really depressing. It can be really hard to keep doing that work. Um, and I imagine that it's it's really similar when you're an editor and you have people oh. who aren't appreciating uh, the work that you're
1: doing. I mean, you know, being a, <clears throat> an editor slash channel manager is, is essentially what I do. I'm, I run, you know, a YouTube channel for somebody that <clears throat> they're not really touching their YouTube. So it, it essentially the channel is under my complete control. And so you know having those numbers right there for you it's it's Mm -hmm. the direct result of of what you're doing Mm -hmm. and when videos aren't performing well and they're not getting to the point that you want or you're not hitting the marks that you want it you can fall into a pretty like depressing trap i find um i find that it's really important to not let yourself your, your self-worth get tied to the numbers that's something that i'm still actively working on all the time um because like really I, I won't lie i get so much happier when a video does better it's just like i can't help it and when a video doesn't do well when you know if i post a video and in the first two hours i can already tell if it's not going to do well just off the first two hours of views and that fucking sucks like that hurts but like that's also i'm realizing that you know or i've realized over the years that that's you know that's part of the job and you can't expect anything from from like you can't expect results even if you truly believe the content whatever it deserves or whatever you think that it could achieve uh youtube is just ever-changing and um you, you can't predict anything and so i i've Slowly but surely, been learning over the years to not associate my worth with views. But it's a problem I still run into, like all the time. I'm six (laughs) years into this now and still having that problem all the time. Yeah, it's tough.
0: I imagine it'd be really, 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 really hard to disassociate completely from something like that without Mm -hmm. also losing like the passion and the the driving force behind it. Because you can't. Because I don't think even like the strongest mentally mental person in the world isn't able to be very probably isn't able to be very passionate about something while also not taking a loss hard or taking a, a, a yeah. disappointing situation harder than maybe absolutely you know, yeah
1: yeah and you know yeah. just personally speaking i take those things straight to heart for some reason but you know it's <laughs> like that's just because how much i care about the channels that i'm working on or whatever like i i see them as like an extension of me almost so it's like I'm i'm really trying my best when i'm when I'm working on a channel. Yeah.
2: There's there's two elements there that I think um are interesting uh to follow up on. One of them is <sighs> tying your self-worth to what you do. Um like I and I agree like you can't just completely disassociate yourself with it because again that's what drives you. That's there's a lot yeah. of passion there. But being able to take a step back and going, well this one thing didn't do well uh that sucks but it did better than the last thing that didn't do well yeah. so there's an there's a positive trend right yeah. so being able to take a step back and look at your trends and as long as you're going trending upward i think that's something that people um in general especially on social media like you have to remember that that not everything's going to be great like you said spooks you know like i know that some stuff's going to be horrible but um as long as again the trend is is in a positive light or in a in, yeah. a, in a positive um what's it word trajectory trajectory uh, then cool. Um and the other thing that 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 brings up uh specifically talking about your passion is any any creative person that's putting something out there, I'm reading a book about it. Um not about <laughs> creative people putting things out there, but about vulnerability. Anytime you put something out there and you can't control it, you are being vulnerable. It's a sign of courage, mm-hmm. right? That is that's one of the and that's one of the points of the book is saying that um, you as a person, when you reach out to somebody or when you put yourself out there, um, you are being vulnerable. um, And in that moment, you it's, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Like I haven't put any videos out before. And so by that fact or by that measure, anybody who's put a video out is already put it like better than I am at at that right, so mm. it's it's also to remember that the fact that you are doing something and actually contributing and actually putting effort in it's you're 100%. better off than the people who haven't
1: hundred percent hundred percent yeah yeah, I totally agree with that,
0: and it's not just um worrying about results and worrying about the the effort that going into your content versus what you're getting out of it um a lot of the issues that I've seen, a lot of people especially right now and i I um, there's a lot of discords that I'm in that have uh some variation of a serious room or a a uh, rant room or something like that where people can come in and voice uh, any issues that they're having and people will take it seriously, not joke about it, not talk about it other places. And a lot of my friends and a lot of the people I know in these discords, um, it feels like they're struggling a lot more recently. And I don't want to say it's all because of of COVID, and I don't want to say it's all because of lockdown, because I feel like that's that could be a driving factor, but I definitely don't think it's the cause. Um, but the loneliness loneliness and isolation and depression that comes from just so the way I look at it is is I've always really never separated my online friends from my regular friend, like my IRL friends. I've never really Mm -hmm. had that distinction where like, oh, this is my real friend and this is not my real friend. Yeah. Um and I think that's an interesting way of looking at it because I think that is something that a lot of people think these days, like there are so many people who have had um friendships and relationships almost solely over discord or yeah. another medium Absolutely. like it um, yep. but where Definitely. is it a replacement? I want to hear what you guys think is it even ninety percent not even a hundred percent is it even ninety percent? as good to have a relationship with somebody, not not just a relationship, like a, a friendship or a relationship yeah, with like somebody over yeah. the internet, over even video chat like this, where does yeah. that measure up to actually having somebody over at your house, going out to get a drink with them, going
3: mm-hmm.
0: to the park with them, going to the beach with them, whatever? Like, I want to know what you yeah, guys
3: think. I mean,
1: that's a really good question because, I mean, as a person who has spent I would say the vast majority of my time inside. (laughs) And, you know, I do have, I sort of always have had like the separation of like real life friends and online friends, but I've never, you know, I don't classify them differently. It's just like the two groups that I have really. But when I do hang out with my friends in person, I do, you know, you come home and you just have a different feeling about yourself. You know, it's like there is something. I I think there is a very big difference between the two, but I do think there's a lot of value in being able to connect to people online like this. Because, like, I don't know, man, like, I can be super lonely all day and then just hop in a Discord call with people and just, like, feel immediately better, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, I don't know. It's definitely not a replacement. I wouldn't call it a replacement, but I think it it's it helps, <laughs> yeah. It's a it supplement. Definitely helps. It's a supplement. Yeah, I, I would call it a supplement. Um, but I, I do think that it's important to still. I don't know. Like I, me, just personally, have been making a huge, way bigger effort to just actually engage with people outside of my room because mm-hmm. that's the type of person I've been. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to work on that personally. So, it's I, hard. I mean, I know the difference. per Yeah, it, it's very hard, especially if you haven't, like. I, I didn't grow up like that. I grew up pretty much just being on the computer. So it it's a full different approach to the way that I approach life and stuff.
0: What about you, Larry? I, so you, you, you have I, the benefit yeah. of um, growing up a little bit before us to where you weren't, <laughs> me and Spooks, Grew I'm up old. on the internet. Just on the internet. okay. Uh, I mean the you're ages. you're a very you're a very internet person, Larry. Like I met you online. And we yeah. we've we've yeah, yeah. we've become what we are through that online uh relationship. We're
2: friends, Ben. You can say we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay.
0: No, but I think I'd love to hear your perspective because I think it, it's, it's, do you think it's different? I don't want to say it's different, but I want to know what you think.
2: Um, just from, uh, like taking a step back and just looking at it from like a purely biological, neurophysiological, whatever, like we are, we're, we're social beings. Um, yeah. it, it is, it is, uh, there's have been studies like, and, and what do you call it? Uh, there've been studies done, uh, that, specifically look at the connections that people make like uh in person um mm-hmm. there is even like a really messed up um i will not call it a study but like experiment where some king in some random country was like i'm going to take these 10 children and deprive them of all human connection and cool. the only person that they will interact with is a nurse that's going to come in and make sure that they have food but she's not allowed to talk to them or anything like like it is like i don't know if it's real or not i haven't done that yeah. much research but i remember and they they like, said like the children died like it jesus
1: just, like it just yeah.
2: it was they never formed like speech or anything like that and they eventually just wow. died um and there's like even like modern day like uh the idea of uh, skin on skin like uh like when a baby is born like they tell you you should you should cuddle them like directly um and if you don't there's some pretty serious neurological and psychological issues that arise um so all of that to say that i think having in in in-person interactions is important um Mm -hmm. to a degree i will also say that the quality of those interactions can be replaced because i can have a very shitty interaction with someone in real life and have a very positive and meaningful interaction with someone online and I get what I need out of the person online, and I don't get what I need on the person, and vice versa. I can have a real yeah. shitty experience, on, right? So, it's it's a big, and there's so many points to to talk about and argue or discuss at that uh, at that level. But I would say that you get what you you get what you put into it. You get out mm-hmm. what you put into it. Um, uh, like Ben said, I grew up uh, before <laughs> before uh, the just internet, a bit. just a little before, us. just a little bit. <laughs> And, uh, you know, my family is a talkative family. A lot of people, my wife says it to me um, a lot. She goes, you've never met a stranger, right? I'll I'll talk to just about anybody. Um, even in China, I don't, I speak a very little Chinese, but like I would, she goes, Larry, you don't even speak the language and you're trying to talk to people, <laughs> right?
3: <Yeah. laughs> I, it's just
2: how I, it's just how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's like I, that kind of interaction, that kind of um outlook that I have, I try to apply it to my online interactions, um, whether that's through Twitter, whether that's through Discord, whether that's through gaming. Um, I try to take a genuine interest in people. Right, that's And that's the point. Um, I think having in-person interactions is important. And I think that's why people are finding it very difficult through this time is because they're being deprived of that in-person interaction. Um, but I would say that before this, uh, I would say your online friends um, who you've never met could be better friends than any of the ones you have in real life it just depends on again the the interaction and uh, the quality of that interaction yeah
1: definitely yeah, yeah. i mean like my the closest friends I, you know i have extremely close friends but like the the friendships i've made online like you know they they feel no different to me than the ones that i've had since i was like a child you know, I have a friend who lived down the street from me and I'm just as close to him as I, I feel I am to some people online. So it's like, you know, it, it really does come down to the interactions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And it's, I think, a level of accessibility that online friendships have over in-person friendships, especially right now. I feel like I'm saying that every sentence, but um, <laughs> it. I wonder if it's like a quantity over quality. Which has a negative connotation, but I think it actually is a good thing in this situation where it's just so much easier to come online, hang out on a call with your friends and, and for like an hour or so, and get that social interaction than it would be to, say, try to go and hang out with somebody. Um, even mm-hmm. before lockdown, trying to organize a, a meetup with people over the age of 20... When they start to have jobs and school and everything, it's hard. It's hard to get times for people to.
1: My group of friends manages to get a session of D anD D in like once every few months. Like that's like what we do. So it's like, you know, no, (laughs) getting everyone together is so hard compared to like on Discord where you can hop in and there's like seven people in a call already and you're just there. You know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was. uh
0: when I first got my car and I was first got out of like regular school where I could kind of just do my own thing. I'm like, I'm going to go to the beach every day with my friends. We're going to go and do, we're going to go camping and stuff. And I think at the beginning it was like kind of true. We were, we'd do so much stuff, but then like somebody would get a job. Somebody would be like, Oh, I'm going to visit my family for eight years in in Charlotte (laughs) or whatever. Um, And it just, everyone just like lost that, drive because there's only so many times you can be like hey you want to go hang out and do this stuff with me and receive uh, a no not because they're like oh i don't want to hang out but just because they can't your brain just starts to be like how often do i want to try and make plans to go and do something um Mm -hmm. i think we can see that a lot in in um i almost want to call it like like a uh experiment that you can do with like a mouse or something in a cage like how many times can you take the cheese away from the rat before the rat just stops trying to eat the cheese yeah <laughs> um i don't know that's probably a pretty basic way to say it but uh, no but uh,
1: that makes sense yeah
3: yeah
2: there's um uh, us there was a what do you, uh another study done that i recently read about same book uh about um relationships Like specifically marital relationships, but it could be applied, potentially applied to Mm -hmm. um, uh, other ones. The idea was that every time you go to your partner for an interaction, um, it's – I think they call it like a sliding door or something like that Uh, interaction where if I go to my partner and I say, hey, look at this, and they're like, no, I'm busy, right? That is interaction that kind of – they shut the door on that. Yeah. And if I always, very much to your point, Ben, if I always come back to them and they don't ever like open that door, eventually it's gonna start driving a wedge between me and that person. Mm-hmm. Um and he the 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 scientist um was basically saying like you need to have more opens, you need to open that door more often than you close it for there to be positive growth. Um And I think that's true for, for friendships as well. If you go to somebody and they're like, Hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, do you want to hang out? Um, Or, Hey, do you want to do this? It's a sliding door. You're offering, you have this, this, this opportunity um, to interact. And if they keep saying no, eventually it's going to just peter out. Um, Yeah. yeah. And so that's why you need to look for people who do like, and, and that's the thing also too. It's like, just because I can't hang out with you doesn't mean that I can't interact with you in a positive way in that moment. You know what I mean? Like if Ben's like, Hey, can you want to go get a milkshake? I'm like, "Ah, I can't do a milkshake, but right. Like, you know, um, let's play a game later or let's do something else later or, or here, let me just talk at you right now. I can't go right now, but I can spend five minutes. Yeah. Just have a
1: conversation. whatever. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. (laughs) And then for me, I guess for like, I'm one of those odd people. I have a couple of friends. Um, that I won't talk to for years, like Brian, my best friend in college. Um, I talk to him maybe once or twice a year, maybe. But anytime he's on, anytime we we interact,
1: it's and like changed.
2: we're yeah, exactly. It just yeah. we just pick it right back up where we left I, off. Um,
1: I've, I've got friends like that too, and it's yeah. those are honestly feel like the the strongest friendships, like the ones that you yeah. could like call on them at any time.
3: It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. Another um.
0: So bring it back to video games. Another way that you could explain this, I think, is, and this is probably an experience that a lot of people have had, where you play League or whatever game and you see a friend online and you invite them to the game and they just don't join. Like, they don't decline that they don't join. They just leave it there. Eventually, if you do that every day, eventually you're going to stop inviting that person because, like, they never join. And I've done that to so many people. Uh, Unfortunately, I've been in, like, I just like to stay online on League sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I'm just like I can't game right now but I just like to be online to see what's going on um, and I know that I've done that to people and I, I, I actually feel kind of yeah. bad about it where like I, I did that do, too
1: like that's what I used to do all the time on League was just yeah. leave it open oh. what, what
2: I think you that's do, why people
1: stopped inviting me <laughs> it's what the same thing you just me.
2: message them and just say yeah. hey sorry I can't game right now Um, I didn't see that spooks you can, yeah, can't good. game it wasn't right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're good um but thank you for the invite thank you for thank you for for thinking of me right that's because i'll I'll get invites too where someone'll be someone will invite me, and um I just I can't play or I'm already busy. I'm like, oh hey, you know, can't play right now, but thanks for thinking of me. How are you like <laughs> yeah it's just one absolutely. of those one of those moments
0: so. yeah that's yeah. yeah, that's a good point That's like if you can make that little bit of effort it can go so far into mm-hmm. making the interaction like you said, making it not a closed door <laughs> yeah. interaction i like that yeah, metaphor yeah. um yeah. I, don't, I can i can
2: idea, send yeah. you the the study the book that i'm reading is called dare to leave and that's where she brings it up um and also to that point about a little um what do you call it like taking that effort there's something that she talks about as like the marble uh, the marble jar um <laughs> i'm gonna try and like condense it down but her uh little girl um was embarrassed at school because she told something to her closest friends and they blabbed. And so everyone in their class knew and they started laughing at her. So the teacher, they have a marble, they have a jar where when the class does something well or people do something well, you put a marble jar in there. She took like half the marbles out the jar. And to teach the girl, the teach the little girl the lesson about trust, because she said, I'm never going to trust anybody again. She didn't want her, girl, her, her daughter to grow up with that mentality. She goes, well, Think of it this way, like who are your like every person that you interact with, every all of your friends, they all have a marble jar. What do your friends do that you would put a marble in their jar? Right. And she says, like, one example is adorable, but it's a really good example is, oh, well, my friend, like Lori or something like that, Leslie, um, she uh remembered my grandparents' names, like what I call them. And she's (laughs) like, that's odd. Okay, why is that important? He goes, Well, because of their family situation, she has eight grandparents, right? Step like both her parents are divorced and whatnot. So this that her friend making the effort to remember the names of each of her grandparents shows that she cares about her friend. And so therefore that gets you a marble jar. And she goes, Oh, or a marble in the jar. And she goes, Oh, okay, well, you need to look out for the people who are constantly you know you're putting more jar more marbles in the jar than you're taking out because everyone does something that erodes yeah. trust, but again talking about pat trending trending positively and and looking at the overall pattern, you need to look at people who are putting in more marbles than they are taking out um, and I think that's another aspect too uh tying it back into what we're talking about, like interactions online easily you can put marbles in and out interactions yeah. in your life easily put marbles in or out so yeah. uh, if you just take away the whole like physiological uh sociological aspect uh, of
1: in-person interactions yeah it's a really good metaphor for it i like that
0: <clears throat> when you when you yeah. mentioned the marble jar there's a key and peel sketch called the marble jar oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> this guy's like doing a job interview and he, there's yeah. like a jar of marbles on the desk and he just keeps on like putting them in his mouth <laughs> It's just a really like weird candy. sketch. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's like, what are you doing,
1: son? <laughs> and he's like, B-b-b-b-. it's a really weird
0: <laughs> Keen Peel sketch. But That's the only <laughs> thing I could think of when he brought that up. <laughs> that's
1: funny. thinking of that the whole time.
0: Does anyone ever get into like a, 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 a when you see like one Keen Peel sketch and you're like, oh, that's funny. And then there's like one more in the recommendation, you just, you'd be like, oh, yeah. one more. <laughs> Continue on. You just keep
2: oh, watching it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's basically like how TikTok gets you. It's, yeah. Oh, it's just a little short little thing. TikTok. What's funny. that? She's scrolling. Oh wait. Oh wait. The old person knows something <laughs> about the a newfangled gen gen.
3: I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying it's fan. gonna get banned in the United States. We can't talk <laughs> about
0: it. They're gonna take us down.
3: they're oh, coming for you. <laughs> Did you? How
0: how red up are you guys on that situation? Because I'm read up a little bit. Not
1: and uh, not super. I know. I've heard of that stuff for a while. I've never like even really downloaded TikTok, so mm. I,
3: so
2: I I've been keeping my eye on it just because I'm I'm one of those annoying millennials that people want TikTok <laughs> talk about. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> here's the situation as I understand it: TikTok is certainly going to either get banned from the United States or have to sell to a United States company in order to keep operating in the United States. And it's not like mm. a it's might happen. It's like a this has been decreed that within if they don't comply within forty five days or something, then they have to cease oh, wow. aspirations in the United States. Um, and another thing I saw is that Microsoft wants to buy TikTok. They're talking to Byte Dance, which is the owner of TikTok, um, mm-hmm. about buying the company from them. Which mm. a that's going to be a very 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 large amount of money, even though it's a
1: pressured sale. Like Microsoft technically has yeah, the leverage. Like how much money is that going to be? That's it's going to a be a crazy lot. amount of money. Like what was WhatsApp
0: yeah. uh, acquired by Facebook for? That was like four billion or something. Hold up, I'll look that up real oh. quick. Um, yeah.
1: Acquired. Crazy.
3: It's just going to be I, a ridiculously yeah. stupid. One point five
0: billion <laughs> dollars. Um, One point five. Yeah. I don't even yeah, think that's no? accurate. Okay. I think that's okay. So sorry. Which Sixteen billion is what they were acquired.
3: For. Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah, I think 1. 1. 1.5 was an evaluation. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Microsoft has a lot of money. They do. Yeah. <laughs> how much they do, do they want to spend yeah. on they TikTok? Sure
2: do. <sighs> I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm not 100% sure how legal this all is because you can say something that's as the question. <laughs> the person in charge, yeah. right? But also the precedence that it sets Um. because I would say that there are very good arguments um made like people like what are the major concerns right like what what are you trying to say oh tiktok is owned by a chinese company and gathers all these data all all this all this user data and we're worried of security breaches however people have come out and said well the information that tiktok gathers and the app gathers Argu- arguably, is no different than a lot of other apps and systems out there Already. that collect the same data, right? Yeah. So, um, also, the U.S. branch of TikTok has come out and said, "Look, all of that data is not sent to China; it's stored on U.S. servers. They, they, we don't, we don't, we don't okay, yeah. pass that information along." Now, whether that's true or not is, you know, yeah. up for debate, right? Like all of this has, yeah. like, these are the premises; these are the arguments. So, there's that element where I'm going, well. It sounds like this is kind of a, a red herring. It is is not really a – there's something else going on. Uh, one of the theories that I've heard is that um, <laughs> Trump is being petty, and I'll I'll go ahead and throw it out that Trump is being petty because yeah. the platform is being used to organize young voters to like, – against him, right, as yeah. he views it. Okay, that – whatever. The scary part, though, is do you know how many – U.S. companies are either wholly or mostly owned by Chinese companies.
0: I know one. I know company one company I work that for. <laughs>
2: right? yeah. The company I work for is a hundred percent owned by a Chinese company. Like,
0: yeah.
2: So what? All of a sudden, like, we have to shut down, or yeah. we have to be sold out. Like, and and that's the thing is like Tencent, the, the parent company. You look at that company, you will be very surprised at what they own or what they are majorly invested in. Like yeah. it is. It, it, so again, it's kind of one of those situations where I feel it's it is sensationalized. It's predatory. It's preying on people's um, fears. Uh, yeah. And and honestly, like either misin- misinformed or un, uh, un misinformed and or uninformed opinions. So it's a it's a messy situation. But uh, but yeah, those are my big things. Like one, is it legal? Two, the precedent mm. that it sets. And three, if it does go through. Man, TikTok is about to make some bank.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it does yeah come through, wow. This is that's the question I was thinking of. Is this a loss for Byte Dance, the the owner of TikTok, or is this like, hey, this is actually a pretty good thing for us? Um, Return on investment. Yeah. yeah. Be, so the way I'm looking at it is, is how profitable is TikTok? Is it profitable?
2: They uh so the recently there was a message from uh, I think the CEO and they're saying like they just opened up like a million like what a million some odd like uh, two hundred million some like millions of dollars in creator funds like specifically they have made it to help support their creators and I'm going so, like so, the user so base is, is pretty impressive yeah that's okay I've...
0: I'd like to I'd like to refute not refute I'd like to reply to that statement yeah um. That is basically what that is. It's a marketing budget. Um, Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean that TikTok is doing well financially. In fact, I could argue that it is the other way around, that they're starting to see maybe a downwards trend, and they're reinvesting a lot of their profits or money in order to try and recapture some sort of growth. Now, there's no real... Ironically, there's no real competition to TikTok right now. Even though it's just <laughs> such a very simple and uh, easily YouTube done. just
2: launched something and there's another app actually that just that's been around for a little bit that's trying to compete with with TikTok. Uh but yeah, in terms of competition, there's not. In terms
0: of in terms of, of like user base yeah. of yeah. the competition. I think technically it's very easy to compete with TikTok at least for big companies just because TikTok what do they do besides <laughs> I know that they have like some interesting tech when it comes to like lip syncing and stuff like they have like interesting speed up and slow downs to make things look cool but in terms of mostly
1: in their algorithm just like what they're showing you is what is yeah the bread and butter like that's that's also
2: there's there's also the platform that it is because if you think about the like tiktok format it's minute long videos um and you can easily like i can easily go through 20 videos in rapid succession try to do that on youtube yeah you know, or try to do it well, on another platform like the, it, yeah. there is a barrier there the
0: mm-hmm. problem is instagram like what's the difference between this and instagram doesn't instagram have pretty much exactly the same thing you can go from one video on instagram oh, that's right. to another yeah like that uh, slide up i think it's there.
2: I think it's also the the, the, the well, uh, yes like the system there is the same, but the content is different because people <laughs> don't use Instagram to produce the 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 type of funny content that you get. Like I've never seen a video like uh, for rare occasions of TikTok content uh, TikTok content creators going to other platforms um, as a just in case. There's a few that like they do produce they do produce that video, but like the searchability of it, the also the searchability is not the right name, the surfacing of it, and then also being able to rapidly see similar content. You could make it that way, but it's just not. It's kind of like going like saying like well, borders and a library are like basically the same thing, but how you use it and what you use it for are vastly. Wait, 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 wait. wait.
0: Slow down. We're all very young here. (laughs) What's a library border? What, what's a, a library what? and a Borders? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?
2: Wait, have you never been to a Borders?
0: Oh, well, like They're a bookstore, called... like a bookstore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think no, you we know, didn't sorry. know it. I don't think we had <laughs> no, those. The way I said it, we I had... Understand?
2: I understand. Yeah, yeah. I we got had you, Larry. We had Barnes and Noble. <laughs> we had Barnes no, and Noble and fair. and Books a Million. There you go. There you go.
3: I uh, thought you wait, meant like yeah, an I actual like
0: where my mind went. I thought you were talking about like a um like a way for libraries to uh, <laughs> surface their content like strengthen their borders. <laughs> libraries need build. more no, borders no, <laughs> there are too many people think those are called shelves build a shelf. Build a shelf. Build a shelf. no no i thought it I was like like shelves. you can have like you go into the library and the library and like have you seen our borders today and they're like it's like the best content in the library is like if you enjoyed you know, honestly if you enjoyed I'm uh t- huck finn you'll love <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I couldn't God, think of two books. I was I was struggling to think of two books.
1: <laughs> I can't think of two books, man. Try to tell me to think of two books right now. I couldn't think of two books.
2: Y'all need y'all need Jesus. There's the Bible and the Quran, all right? Y'all there have... you
1: go. That's two, book. <laughs> two books. That's two books. Two books. Oh, man. <laughs> if
0: you liked War and Peace, you'll love A Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> the other one's a play. Technically, one is a play. Yeah, yeah it counts. There. You yeah. caught yourself in. All it right. You got
3: it. You, you got read it. it. Written words. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have. Some oh yeah, Harry hey right Potter. Hey Harry Potter's a good example. to you. There you go. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So,
3: um,
0: what was, um, what were we talking yeah. about? We were talking TikTok. about something. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, TikTok. So we talked about this a little bit on the last episode. We had Spooks on. Uh discoverability and 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 like sort of like the herd mentality of people has a big part of what makes a platform good and what makes a platform like massively adopted because we were talking about like why twitch is so much bigger than youtube in terms of live stream market share and why youtube hasn't just taken over and like i still don't really know why youtube hasn't taken away a larger market share when they have The the better tech, it's it
1: it really feels like they should like yeah like like they have everything in place to do it, but people still just choose Twitch like and and
0: every time I talk to somebody who's not like well versed in in whatever like they're not giving me specific reasons like oh because this button it takes too many clicks we talked about UX design last week on the show or two weeks ago on the show and now I'm like talking about everything in UX terms (laughs) but. You'll the reason that they give it. me <laughs> the reason that they give me is always just like it's just unintuitive or it's just ugly or it's just it doesn't have it doesn't feel the same
2: it's and a change a version
0: It's weird too because YouTube has been <laughs> YouTube has been a juggernaut. There is no competition to YouTube. Yeah. How did they lose the live this now. much market share to a nobody company,
1: Justin TV? How did they lose yeah. that? It's
3: because I, I don't know. Thinking
1: about it, I think I think honestly, like Justin TV was the first time anyone really thought about this type of content. I think it took YouTube just so long to get on board. Because Twitch really did establish itself pretty early. I I don't do you remember what year it became Twitch and It was you know, like two thousand
0: nine or two thousand ten. It was really yeah, So like that's yeah.
1: really early. And like, you know, I would say it wasn't until like what 2014, 2015 up, uh, that YouTube gaming was a thing. Yeah, maybe. YouTube gaming
0: didn't even start until twenty fifteen, and nobody even used it
3: back yeah. then.
1: So yeah. it's like they were so so late on it. Um, but it's, at the it's, same time, they do have the benefit of every YouTube every live streamer has a YouTube channel. You know, like
3: yeah it, yeah,
0: and it boggles sure my mind. It boggles my mind how somebody at Google. Maybe not so much these days because I actually know some people who have worked at Google and can share (laughs) those firsthand experiences with me. But it boggles my mind how somebody big at YouTube didn't see this coming and they didn't say, like, we need to get this out right now.
1: We need this. It's pretty crazy that Twitch was just, like, able to just do their own thing for so long with no competition. That's kind of insane, like, when you think about it. Uh,
0: they great. have the technology already. How much different? I know I'm exposing my engineering ignorance, but <laughs> how much different can live right, content right. delivery be from video hosting? I'm sure with the budget that mm. Google had, they could have delivered something not only equal to but ten times better, but better than yeah, Twitch had in 2015, in 2009, the in, 20- in, 20- 20- in 2009. Oh,
1: for sure. All they had I to think... do really was copy Twitch's design and just yeah. make it better, but they didn't.
2: I think branding has a big part in that like the idea of, what do you go to youtube for just flat out just just right what do you, yeah right just like videos, what do you go to twitch just... for right like it's it's all videos. about yeah like it's kind of all about the branding because for instance like tylenol all right like tylenol has a brand kleenex kleenex is is a facial tissue by the way um it that's, yeah it's not yeah. A, band-aid it's not, it's not, it's not like that those things are not called Kleenexes. They're called facial tissues. Kleenex is the brand that cornered yeah. the market on them, so we just call it that. Call right? them
1: Kleenexes. Yep.
2: And you like there are probably brands out there that are just as good, <laughs> maybe even a little bit better, but everyone buys Kleenex because of the brand. They know it, right? I think that plays a major part in mm-hmm. in that idea of you go to Twitch, you go double edged sword of branding. You go to Twitch because you want to watch streamers. And that's <laughs> their brand. That's what they do. That's what they deliver you go to youtube cuz you want to watch videos and that's what youtube built its built its platform built its brand off of and now they're trying to add something else to it mm-hmm. it's called youtube gaming it's not just called youtube yeah. you know what I mean? they're trying to they're trying to build it out so i would agree like theoretically like what's like theoretically there should be no difference but it's about like the time the money the effort i think it's going to be about longevity honestly yeah. i think twitch will if uninformed very uninformed opinion just looking at the two if twitch doesn't keep on its like keep it keep its game up then they will fizzle out whereas youtube will not they are a juggernaut that just can kind of keep going they can win a war of attrition i agree with that yeah Yeah, it's it's interesting because
0: both sites have had their struggles and their competition Mm -hmm. um and both of them so far have come out steadfastly above the rest of them so just on the top yeah. of my head we have a youtube competition something like vimeo or uh mm. shoot there was yeah. one that i can't I mean, even think can't
1: of Think of any other ones yeah they're out there <laughs> it's a pretty good sign that YouTube so, is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the only reason i probably know that they're out there is because i run a video subreddit on reddit and mm. we have to deal with a yeah. lot of these these companies coming in and trying to random sites astroturf and there are sites onto the yeah. like they'll be like, Oh, check out this new video that I saw on this site. <laughs> and there'll be like yeah. some site no one's ever heard of before and no one's ever visited yeah. before. <laughs> um but it's just like there there's so many instances of both of these websites taking down the competition. Uh like Mixer just died. Um, and who knows how much of that was was self inflicted and how much of that was just couldn't compete but they can't deal with each other. And both both sites have tried to weasel in to the other's market share. Uh, little known fact about Twitch, they have a video platform that nobody uses at all. I don't even know if it's still alive. Really? I <laughs> you don't, how know how do you not know Twitch. this,
1: <laughs> Well, I guess I do not. I mean, I kind of, like, I know they have, like, you can upload video. Is that what you're talking about? Like, people, like... I've never used that once. No one's ever used it it as a function. (laughs) No one
0: has ever used it. So they have. It's not even. It's not even like Vods. Like Vods are. They have their place. It's literally they have a service, exactly like YouTube, where you can upload a video, and (laughs) people can watch it and comment on it and and Mm -hmm. like do all these things. The discovery discoverability is terrible. Um, Yeah. Nobody uses it, obviously, and. It's just it was just a weird thing. They never really marketed it. They never really they just sort of like, hey, you can I, do videos. Because I remember
1: seeing like YouTube thumbnails on Twitch. All of a sudden, I was like, why? What is going on here? Why are we? <laughs> they tried doing it. Is here now. People
0: tried yeah. it, and just nobody yeah, really yeah. went for it. I think they. I don't know where the failing was there, but I think it was something to do with I think that they just didn't differentiate it from VODs. Like nobody really yeah. knew that it wasn't a VOD
1: yeah and i mean i'm not gonna lie being on twitch's site it doesn't always feel the most in- especially when it comes to vods and stuff does not feel intuitive at all it takes well, forever to load yeah and it's just like the problem with vods is a like good, good experience
0: half the new people don't even know how to set up vods so they just don't have vods Yeah, and then so they like don't even have vods a percentage of the big streamers they keep their VODs like subscriber only or they have them disabled or something for other reason. So like you only have a portion of content creators who have VODs enabled in the first place. And second of all, trying to find something in an eight hour long VOD, it's just like, what's the point? You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. To the choir right here. But like, yeah, how right. is, how is, how am I, a viewer supposed to go into a VOD and look at like, where where did this happen what is like there's timestamps and stuff like clips mm-hmm. clips are the way people do it but very very yeah. very few people are watching a clip and then saying watch full video right afterwards watch the rest of that thing um and yeah. that's the 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 hilarious thing about discoverability on Twitch that always cracks me up is you can have a really popular clip like top of the reddit top of Twitch whatever clip page and you will see almost zero unless you have like displayed some reason for people to to watch to come, your stream like to come actually watch your stream you can see almost zero return on that clip in terms of followers viewers and stuff like that yeah
1: no um, one follows through on them that yeah nobody it's and that that's like not usually the case with social platforms like that like you you at least usually get some sort of traction from from like something on going
0: on youtube unless you're like Maybe it's a bad example because You'll it does happen get on YouTube.
1: some subs. Like, yeah, you know, like
0: if if you're to make a, a a video that does blow up to like forty million hits or whatever, even if it's just a one off, you're still gonna get people who who sub, even if they never come back and watch you. Like, you look at any one hit wonder on YouTube, and they always have like ten thousand subs or something,
1: even if they never made another video. <laughs> I literally that my channel, I posted a few like montages on Reddit that did well, and like. I had 11,000 subscribers on my channel. It's slowly declined to like 9,000 now, but like I posted barely at all, but when I would post one good video, that's when I would get like a massive influx of subscribers. And then like nothing for a few months, and then a massive influx when I posted something else and it did well. But it's like yeah, you know. <laughs> it, I think on Twitch that wouldn't that wouldn't happen at all. <laughs> that's for sure like yeah. Uh, I just don't know what
2: what things does. like uh Twitter, Twitter's the same way right yeah i've had like one or two tweets that go that blow up and i get a big influx but
3: then it's just that, like, I'm like, yeah i'm yeah, like okay
0: oh. <laughs> it always <laughs> cracks me up i laugh so hard when i see this where somebody like it it's it's even better when it's stolen content when somebody steals like a video mm. and they re-upload it and they're like in the replies they're like oh my god follow me on whatever like donate to my gofundme for this and like the original tweet has like hundreds of thousands of retweets and likes and stuff and then like that yeah. one even if it's like an exactly. hour later it nobody does anything and it, yeah, it's yeah. like i feel bad for for people who actually make quality content when that happens to them but when somebody's like downloading a video off tiktok or downloading yeah, a, and a and clip of like,
1: posting it yeah they're yeah.
0: like yeah. can't help but laugh <laughs> so funny <laughs> look at this yeah. funny video of a cat that jumps upside down and then gets a billion retweets and nobody ever follows their <laughs>
1: their twitter or yeah, yeah very common yeah
2: Yeah. that uh that actually speaks to something that we were talking about before is why are you on social media like what are you what are you what are you doing on there um and going back to what we talk about is in uh tying your self-worth to those kinds of numbers yeah um it's that's like that's the point that that's that's why they're doing it they're downloading this thing so they can get people to like it so they can feel good about themselves yeah um and when it doesn't happen, they chase that high. Right? Like yeah. which can be uh dangerous and, and unhealthy
1: if it's left I w- unchecked. I would say that, you know, I was a person that was at that point. You know, like when I that's what got me into making videos in the first place is like when people like your content or you know it's different than downloading a video and tweeting it you know like i'm putting yeah, effort yeah. into myself yeah, yeah. but like still <laughs> yeah. you know that it was definitely the same mentality where it's just like you it's like a high of people you know mm-hmm. appreciating your content like there is yeah. literally the the feeling i would get when like like a video would blow up on like reddit or like if i saw one of my videos uh, high on the league of legends subreddit that would like make my entire month you know, like I, I, I still remember the feeling because, like, it's it's more than like, it, I don't know, man. It was like that; those were really like big moments for me because it's it, it's like yeah.
0: it feels like it's more valuable than just like a video getting popular on its own because you have like hyper focused discussion on the
1: video itself. Yeah, like Reddit right, was so back in the day, man. It it was it was so different than than anything else that we really have right now. I feel like just like that whole, back the the whole posting your own content and then having all of these comments about it direct feedback whether it was negative or positive it's it's just something so different like youtube comments don't serve that purpose at all there's no good discussions in youtube comments <laughs> reddit is like the only place that i've ever had a good discussion or read you know good discussions about content that i worked on
0: i feel like so reddit comment like, or sorry youtube comments have gotten better um than they used to be. At least maybe it's maybe it's cuz of the content I'm watching these days different from the other ones. But so there's two different camps for for uh Reddit comments versus YouTube comments. Reddit comments are very very likely to be negative or very, at least very much more likely to be negative than they are YouTube comments. Like people commenting on YouTube yeah. generally speaking unless they really 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 hate something, they'll
1: be something Just positive like, or unrelated. Great. Yeah. yeah yeah um reddit comments yeah or spam something i have to delete so it doesn't trick the seven year olds clicking on the videos and doesn't (laughs)
0: scan them there's been there's been a weird thing happening on my channel recently where whenever like the instant i upload a video i'll just have like four comments coming in that i say like loved it and then that's it it's just like obviously bots but like what's the purpose that it's serving (laughs) i'm like okay but it's something weird that that Reddit has fostered over the years where they just—it's just a negative platform for negative people where they just—and it's affected my life personally because I've become a more negative person become because of it, and I've tried to fight I it.
1: To, I, I d- like stop checking Reddit, stop checking Twitter for I—I mean honestly, I've been off social media a lot for like the past year just because mm-hmm. it's been so nice for me. <laughs> I gotta yeah. be honest, I d- I barely <laughs> check Twitter anymore, um, and Reddit I started just subscribing to like cute animals and stuff just stuff that's just gonna like positive give me a, yeah positive the, the,
2: things the the feeling bleach yeah because
1: <laughs> little... i i don't need to log on to the internet and see so much negativity all the time even though i do i still do yeah. but there's yeah. there's
2: enough negativity in the real world Sorry. exactly right <laughs> so, <laughs> it's true uh, though. that's a little dark um, a little dark but uh, but uh but no that that goes back and i know i've said it so many times one of my favorite takes on uh social media is bo burnham's um take where he where he says that if you can live your life without an audience you should and Mm -hmm. that honestly has stuck with me and that's been years and i'm going why am i tweeting this thing i'll always like okay there's so there's bo burnham's if you can live your life without an audience you should and then there's craig ferguson who does the whole three questions to ask yourself before you speak Mm -hmm. does this need to be said does this need to be said right now? Does this need to be said right now by me? <laughs> you ask, like, put those two together and you get my, like, kind of my metric for if I want to interact or if I want to do something on social media, right? Like, what am I doing yeah. this for? Why Why am, am I trying just to get people to notice me? Then mm-hmm. is that really what I should be doing? Um <laughs> And and it really and also whenever I look at content when I think about liking or replying, like what am I trying to do here? What's my goal? What's my purpose for interacting or doing with this thing? Because if it's just tied into my self worth, if it's just tied into my validation, okay. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying be real and understand yeah. what you are trying to do. Because if you do it for that reason, at least you understand what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. If you're doing it and not realizing it, it can be pretty harmful
1: so i think that can be very damaging if you if yeah. you don't get a grasp get a grasp on that yeah
2: yeah just like a bias like it's okay to have a bias everyone has a bias it's just yeah. you need to be cognizant of when it's kicking in so that you mm-hmm. can appropriately understand and deal with it
0: yeah definitely i think it's difficult um for people to follow those three rules these days is because i think it's so if you're trying if you are trying to grow a brand or trying to grow your social media for some reason it's so hard to do so without being constantly active so people it's mm -hmm. ridiculous people have fallen into the trap of uh it's not even a trap they fall into the habit of everything everything goes online it's a train of thought it has to
3: whole train of thought
0: if you're gone for a day a week a month you're out of people's consciousness people will stop thinking about you and if if the only reason that they think about you is to like go to your Twitch stream or something. You will lose your income. You will lose your profitability. You will lose your, your forward momentum just by like stopping. And, and it's, if you're established and you, or you don't require people's attention, like, like Larry said, if you don't need an audience to live, you can live like that. You can just turn off and just like disconnect. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to grow something, it's, it's, and I, I think bringing that it's back to, yeah. Bringing it back to like the, the, the topic that we, we started this thing. If you're a content creator or you're an editor or you're a, a streamer or something, it, it's hard to say, that, it's hard to just say disconnect, live your life with that an audience and live by those rules mm-hmm. just because of how the ecosystem works.
3: Yeah.
1: It's unfortunate. Cause it's like, it's, very demanding and it's more demanding of younger and younger people too so it's like the, I, I don't know I'm, I'm wondering what the next generation of people is going to have to deal with like it's put a lot of pressure on people <laughs> like it's, it's to that
2: yeah and it's to that point if that's what you're trying to do then that at least you understand that is what you're trying to do Yeah, you know what I mean like that's as your job, you have- right? Like I can't just not go to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Streaming, content creation, that is a that is a job. It's not something that you just do. I mean, you can start off that way, but once you get serious about it, like, yes, you need to be out there. You need to have, because like, think about like, think about actual corporations. They are constantly out there. They are constantly trying to get that engagement. They're trying to be involved, but that's, you know, again, that's their intention. Um and so the, there is there is that line i mean also there's a a certain i i don't know like mentality um i i become a little disenfranchised at, at the idea of like the great american dream right like you put in a lot of hard work you're going to be successful no you're not like that's not because yeah. if that's true then there's a lot of very hard working people out there that never get anywhere you know and that's yeah. and that's heartbreaking so um It's that idea of like you got to understand you're going into this you're not going to be the next PewDiePie you're not going to be the next whoever like right off like you might you might be it's going to take a lot of hard work it's going to take a lot of sacrifice yeah but you know you might you might fail you just have to be comfortable with that you have to you know like head up eyes open like go into it knowing um never lose that drive if that's your goal and that's what you want to do and you're willing to put it in there go for it prove me wrong right prove everyone else wrong um but don't go into thinking it's going to be easy and don't go into it thinking that you know you're going to be successful because there are you know unfortunately there are losers uh not not <laughs> but not losers in the, that you like are that. <laughs> not worthwhile but there are people who don't yeah yeah there are people who don't succeed unfortunately yeah so
1: yep it's it's a lot about maintaining the balance and yeah, no. prioritizing you will yeah. never ever ever find
0: a, uh, um, a more disappointed group of people than people who spend a lot of time and money and effort trying to grow a twitch channel or trying to go youtube channel and then giving up after yeah. a year or so they, they yeah. everyone yeah, yeah. everyone not everyone but the people who keep at it i just respect them so much more because mm-hmm. they even if they haven't seen massive growth they keep on trucking and, and mm-hmm. I've been in the situation where like, I don't, I don't want to stream anymore. It's because I don't get it. The viewers I want, I don't get the attention that I want, blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes I just, still still just stream just because I'm like, I need to do something. I need to keep this yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Yeah. If you've ever, if you've ever joined like a, a community, a streamer community and you go through and you look back in a couple years and you try to see like, Are any of those people still active? Are any of those people still here? 99.9% of them are going to be, they just don't do it anymore. Yeah. They've moved on. And I would,
2: it could be because my bias kicking in, it's, I think the ones that do continue on, they don't tie everything to the success they do it because they like having fun they do it like ben and i were like we do this because i like talking to ben about random stuff right like this this is it's not about being successful if it becomes successful sure and that might be like something in the back of your mind but the primary goal is to connect is to talk is to do this so it doesn't matter if one person watches it or a thousand people watch it our our purpose is to connect and that's what we're doing so exactly yeah. again it it's helps just about a- the lens and the context that you put it in
0: it helps a lot <laughs> like we were coming back to what we were saying <laughs> earlier it helps so much when you can find purpose in what you do without needing attention on, eyes on it all the time
1: um dude that was the biggest change for me like in my job just like finding the 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 comfort in just knowing that like i'm making my clients happy and i'm happy with the content that i'm making i have no other worries and like ever since then it's been smooth sailing you know like yeah it it, it was huge for me like being able to make that and now i can actually approach my bosses and stuff in in a confident way and you know stuff like that makes a huge difference
3: yeah Yeah.
2: some there's uh another book just to touch on that because um uh, it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck um <laughs> not the first time it's been it referenced Buddhist. on the show <laughs> that's right and it's it's something it, like someone called it buddhism for bros and i'm like buddhism you know honestly i'm like that's you know great. honestly that's kind of like they were trying to make a jab at it but i'm like no it's a good description and honestly yeah. it, i mean it's okay right I um, there's nothing like wrong that. with that yeah. yeah uh but they talk about um uh to your point like i have really <laughs> have really, really bad like road rage not in the sense that I'm going to like cut you off and force you off the road or do anything dangerous like that but like if someone does stupid something stupid like around me I get furious and I will swear and cuss and yell yeah. and curse them to hide hell anyway um, <laughs> but that what that book has was trying to say is you are, you are placing your success or you're placing your um, what do you call it uh your um uh, achievement on them they need to be watching what they're doing they need to be safe they need to do this but really you can't control that and so when you put that kind of um power into someone else's hands you will eventually get hurt or you will eventually become fairly negative because no one's no one's going to ever live up to everything that yeah. you, you expect them to do So they said, instead, think of it as what you can do and try to focus on you. So I can't control their driving, but what I can control is me driving safe. As long as I'm driving safely, as long as I'm looking out for who's what's going on around me, as long as I'm doing what I need to do, I need to find comfort and understand that that's what's going to make me feel better and help me go through life. Instead of saying, you are stupid, you should stop doing this. It's It's that idea.
1: Makes a lot of sense. So yeah.
2: I still get mad if you if you drive and you change lanes without using your turn signal. Coming at you. I'm uh just remember just remember this face.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I looks like just the don't face of the that mission. face across the lane, just staring at you as you go by. Just... <laughs> I've
0: I've been in yep. the car with Larry, um not a lot, but one or two times, and he's he's definitely displayed this this uh <laughs> a little bit. Um oh, shoot. I was gonna bounce off of something that Spooks said, but I forgot what it was. It was something about
1: what was the last thing you said, Spooks? Oh, that's a tough <laughs> question for me, but that's uh wow, what was the last thing I said? Um
2: It said doing in doing so being able to disassociate yourself with that kind of success, um uh, has helped you be able to be more confident yeah. in your work.
1: Yeah, like um yeah the the way in which i've been able to you know not yeah you're not it's got, gone. No, got it's it? gone it's gone <laughs> it's gone no? out there. okay it's, it is what it is <laughs> no,
2: it wasn't you'll remember it was. about you'll remember about five minutes after we stopped yeah yeah yeah.
1: yeah 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 just make sure you put it in a group dm so we all know <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was not
0: even anything it was just something like i was gonna like comment on how i don't know anyway um, right. <laughs> I want to talk about this because I actually did. I did want to talk about this a lot, and I know we're already going long. Um, the oh, man, this is a difficult conversation to have, and I'd I'd love to hear some different opinions on this because I know that I feel very strongly about this. I really am uncomfortable with um the parasocial relationships that are seem to be being developed recently, uh, with streamers and their communities. And I know that there's a lot of different ways of looking at this. Um. I think the the most innocuous one that we can start with is sort of like the friend simulator streamer where Mm. viewers will almost develop a dependency and like a, a a friendship with a content creator, either from video or streaming, um, which is, is, it's, it's, it's damaging to that person because first of all, there's a very, very, very good chance if this is a popular content creator, they have no idea that you exist. And second of all, it's putting a burden on that content creator, um, an unneeded burden on them that they have hundreds, if not thousands, of people relying on them to keep them happy, keep them entertained, keep them um, not depressed. Like I've seen so many uh, donations out there where people will donate and they'll say, like, "Hey, um, I really enjoyed this content. It really helped me through a dark time, and it really helped me through." I, like, this is the reason why I didn't commit suicide. Or this is the reason why I didn't do this that was really damaging. And that's a very positive message to send to that streamer in the moment. But it's a nagging feeling in my brain that it it, it lends some sort of responsibility to that person where, like, they have to keep doing whatever they're doing mm. to for, keep these people for healthy. These people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I'd love to. um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because, like, that's a pretty negative take in my opinion. And I'm,
3: I'm. It's tough. I mean, you know. The. The streamer viewer relationship, like.
1: What am I? I feel like I just lost what I was gonna say here. (laughs) Welcome back, Larry. (laughs) No worries. (laughs)
2: It cut off, right, where there's, like, a really good pause, and I'm like, uh-huh. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh. Dramatic uh-huh. pause? Like, <laughs>
2: uh uh-huh. Okay. Like, wait, are you, like... <laughs> I'm just, like, hanging on, and I was like, oh, crap.
1: It was and very dramatic. Restarted. Was it
2: was. It was really good. Was did good, you man. get
0: Did you get uh, the gist of what I was saying?
2: Yes, definitely. And I wanted to ask, did you watch Bo Burnham's Make Happy special? Because... <laughs> That's a real hot like, Yeah. Don't I will say yeah. yeah, like he goes yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, I 100% I damn it, I did it again. Every time I say <laughs> yeah, no, I try to correct myself. But yes, <laughs> I think that that is that is a, a very worthwhile topic to discuss.
3: Mhm.
1: And I you know, I kind of just agree with your take on it. I feel like like it's <sighs> it there feels like there's such a benefit for people to have these places to go, you know, I've, I've been a person that is, you know, just searching for comfort, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's a tough situation because, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think anyone's going into that with malicious intent or to make someone feel uncomfortable. They just want to express, you know, how grateful they are. At the same time, I can see how much pressure that can put on somebody who probably had no expectations of, of that going into streaming, like, what, what that was going to be. They just want to entertain people. And I can see that, like, taking a very big toll on you mentally and, you know, the way you approach streaming. I, I
3: Yeah, I,
1: I can see that being a very big issue for, especially big streamers, too. Like, I'm sure they deal with that a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is a really um, blatant example, and it doesn't really um jive exactly the way I wanted to put it, but if you ever watch like a g d q or or g d q um yeah it's just such a it's such a disconnect from these people because it's a event to help or- uh raise money for um fighting the fighting of cancer it's it's an event that's going to be raising a very large amount of money millions and millions of dollars to hopefully help mm-hmm. eradicate cancer, so it is a positive place with positive people who are um, generally trying to be comedic. A lot of the speedruns, you'll have the speedrunners like, trying to, to have some form of joke yeah. or comedy. And then all the donations that go through the uh, announcer, they'll just be very, very off-color. off, off color. And it's it's not off-topic, because a lot of them will be like, hey, my grandpa just died of cancer, or my mom is di- battling with her right now, blah, 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 blah. Um, Here's $50, because I really support this cause but you'll have like somebody being like look I can make link do a dance in a circle <laughs> with a pot over his head and then you'll have the announcer oh, like yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so yeah, off along with that yeah yeah
1: that those things don't really match up yeah and it's it's that's
0: um I don't know I don't know what to think about it I don't know if I have an opinion on that but it's just yeah <laughs> it's something it, that's it's stuck, just, stuck it's out kind
1: of it's yeah it brings out a weird feeling like <laughs> It's just kind of an awkward. That's an awkward situation. I know exactly what you're talking about. The AGDQ. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sure it's something yeah. that I mean, it, th- they know. They obviously they know, but like they've they've obviously decided like that's what needs to happen to maximize, um, to maximize yeah, like, at the end
1: of the day, like charity donations. You know, they're making the most for charity. So yeah.
0: yeah. Bringing it back to streamers yeah. though um yeah, I don't know. it feels like it feels like more and more, especially in the smaller communities, like yeah, I don't think you see this as much in in really really large streamers, um but especially in like the fifty to five hundred viewer streamers, it feels like they they and I've seen this firsthand i'm not even i'm not coming out of nowhere with this. people will. Mm-hmm spend money that they don't have and spend time that they don't have spend resources that they don't have to support their favorite streamer in a small community. Um, yeah, uh, like, uh, I don't want to get too specific because people here might know who I'm talking about, but I knew, I knew one Mm. person who was spending money that could have gone to their child, their, their son. Mm. Um, and they would spend very large amounts of money, $500, $1,000, um, that they really just didn't have to support a streamer who really didn't need it. Who really didn't yeah. ha- have to have that extra money. And it was just so, it puts mm. such a negative taste in my mouth. Every time I see a large donation from somebody
1: on Twitch now, it just... You have to th- you think yeah, about what situation they're in. Yeah, I, I 100%... I think that's a huge, actually, issue because it does kind of seem like there's so many small streamer. Like, how many people really have that money to give? Yeah. I so, know. so I,
0: I used to think that it was all really rich people who would just said "fuck you" money and they'll just give it to whoever. And there's definitely is people out there. There's actual literal oil princes on Twitter, Twitch. Oh, yeah. Who will give away thousands of dollars to like, yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Here, have my pocket change. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) But it's just so painful to think of these people who have, not only don't have more, they have less money than the streamer themselves. Mm -hmm. They have not enough money to take care of their family or take care of themselves. And it's It's, really.
2: (sighs) It's an addiction yeah like, yeah that's yes. kind of it's like and that may sound funny but like think about what you're doing you are paying somebody to give you a shout out in front of a major audience an audience that you don't have and you yeah. get this gratification you get this validation you get a dopamine hit it's an it's an addiction yeah unfortunately and you become
1: that streamer's to- favorite Person, kind of for you know, a, for a
3: for a yeah, little bit, for however long, yeah,
2: yeah, and it and it goes back to that idea of the that uh that social interaction that you're talking about, Ben. It's like they don't like they don't rightly so. Not to put a negative light on them, but they don't care.
3: Yeah, really. It's not like oh cool, oh cool. Hey, care. you
2: donated. Thank you. Right, and then off you go to the next person. Right, like
3: yeah.
2: there's the it. It goes back to just understanding and knowing, like again uh and we talked about this the the quality of interactions and being in t- in real life versus you know <laughs> versus digital like if someone randomly like if could you imagine that could you imagine doing the same thing at a concert mm. right like hey i'm gonna paypal this this artist 500 not even
0: not even pay paypal you job. like have have a yeah, wad just, and yeah, you're like like, I'm
2: like like what money like, here, what here right
1: and they're like I, hey yeah. thank
2: you person right good job on you thank you person and they go on with the concert they just keep
1: on playing
2: yeah <laughs> like it's kind of the and again i understand deep, that deep. yeah it's funny like hmm maybe there's an idea here anyway there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but there's it, for me it goes back to in general something that i've i personally have been have been dealing with is the idea of like finding a group that you are accepted in truly wanted and accepted and appreciated because what it sounds Mm -hmm. like to me is that that person doesn't have a support structure doesn't have a healthy support structure that they are looking and trying to in a in a weird way buy it they're trying to buy that support structure um and that's not that's not good right like i mean again if that's like you know, hey, you know, I want to donate because I want to donate, right? That's one thing. But if you're like, I want to donate because I want to feel good because that person recognizes me, that, yeah. you know, there's a deeper, there's kind of a deeper issue that, well, you know, I, I'm not going to say like, I'm not going to speak in absolutes, but in general, to me, that sounds like there's a much deeper issue there. Uh, one that I can totally empathize with, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: yeah. But I I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. It is it is really... I. It's about what the viewers getting out of it, and mm-hmm. you know, sadly, I I think we don't have a lot of uh, maybe not not enough people talk about these type of things to to really have that knowledge base out there for people to
2: yeah.
0: So so things. the just, problem. Just my, oh, go ahead. I, I just wanted to say this real quick. The problem yeah, I yeah. see with it is that whenever it is discussed, it's almost always in a very 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 negative light. Um, I think the mm. major one that I see, um, the only a- time I ever see this being discussed in a, in any extent outside of, like, small conversations is when people donate to attractive women on Twitch. And it will be, mm. especially the large, large amounts of money, will al- almost always be seen as very negative. And to some extent, who knows what level that's correct. Like, if you're donating $5,000 that you don't have to to... Pokimane or whoever. That's not on Pokemon, obviously. But, like, how, how, what is the benefit that you're getting out of that um, interaction? Are you just trying to buy the attention of somebody online for a very large amount of money? But the problem is, is that when that happens, it doesn't happen as much for when you're turning to a a guy streamer because of how this culture is. But when that happens, it's only discussed as negative and it's only discussed as pathetic, Mm. uh, cringy. Uh, simp, whatever the term the term of the month is, um, and it's just if that's the only time it gets discussed, that's the only thing that's going to be on somebody's mind when they see that happen. Um, that's true. Yeah. It's just so hard to to think about it in an unbiased way because there's only so many examples of it happening that you can look at you can see those and you can draw whatever conclusions you want to off that i'm not going to try to guide your thought process um and then (laughs) you can see like the like we were talking about earlier like if you're going to a a smaller streamer and you want to support them you can donate extra money that you have i think that's great do that all you Mm -hmm. want but if you're going to any streamer big or small and you're donating money that otherwise is keeping you from doing something I don't think that's healthy, mm-hmm. and I would really recommend. I don't know how many people are going to ever even see this or hear this, but I really recommend that you reevaluate what you are doing with your your money because I don't think it's healthy or, for you.
2: Yeah,
3: I don't think you it's take healthy. Take
2: that money her. and you go see a therapist. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, well,
3: th- that's hey, the problem.
1: I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah.
3: Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I would. I would yeah. agree with that, honestly.
0: And on the other side of the coin, what level of of added stress and and unhappiness and mental pressure are you putting on that streamer? At the end of the day, when they get a, a friend of mine, um, received over a thousand dollars in donations the other day, a few weeks, a few months back, um, and he was a very he's he's about as large as me. He's a few few dozen people in his community, um. And he received a, a large amount of money from somebody who wasn't particularly well off. They're not struggling, but they're not – they don't have thousands of dollars to throw around. Yeah. Um, and something that I talked to him about was just how that affected him. He was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, this is probably not going to happen again. It's probably not going to – like, how do I approach this to where this is healthy for me? Because, one – that's a lot of money for somebody who, who just streams as a hobby. So like, yeah. where does it come off where you're like, is this going to keep happening? At what, what point can I expect to make so-and-so money off of Twitch? Even if it's not in the front of your mind, it's somewhere in the back where it's like, oh, maybe I can do this uh, full-time. And that's yeah. it's so... It's yeah. hard. Um, yeah. It's happened to me. I've had people donate too much money. If you look in the top donations are the top bits on my stream you'll see people who have donated probably over a thousand dollars multiple people who have done it Uh, and this was all years and years ago when i still streamed regularly but i personally know a lot of those people and i know that they are just the nicest people and they're just really they really supportive they're really nice but i wouldn't i wouldn't describe them as very very healthy in terms of their their mental state And it's sad to say, but, and I don't, I don't think I'm saying anything that they haven't told me personally, but it's, it's, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't try to buy, like bringing it back to what Larry said, you shouldn't try to buy an interaction with somebody um, because nine times out of 10, it's not going to be reciprocated. And it, neither side of that is going to be a a positive experience for either person. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: And it's that's the other thing, like, it's okay to under, it's okay to come to terms with that. Like I may not be doing well. That's okay. That's great. Actually, if you can take a look at yourself and saying something's off, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling right. Um, or if you have friends or close family, like close friends or family that, that look out for you in that way. Like, I mean, my wife does that to me all the time. Um, not say that I'm unwell.
3: <laughs> yeah, like
2: they look out for yeah. me. But recently, you know, recently I've been going through a rough patch, and she she goes, "Larry, are you all right? Are you okay? Do we need to start thinking about like looking for someone to, for you to talk to?" And I'm very happy that I listened to her. I mean, I've only yeah. gone to a couple a couple sessions, but I'm like, yeah, I feel I feel a lot better being able to have this this added help, this added support to help me work through things. And there's nothing I- wrong with it.
1: I started talking to a therapist earlier this year, and it's literally yeah. the best thing I've ever done for myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, truly. So, I, I, I mean, honestly can't recommend that enough.
2: Definitely, and I, that kind of goes into the whole idea of like insurance, and you know, how well can you, you know, yeah, uh, can you, you know, afford it? I, I really wish that mental health services were available for everybody. I think there's so much yeah. in the in our country, at least that that could really benefit from from having those things.
1: Yeah, I it mean, says yeah, a like my, sorry, I was just saying my therapy is, like, one of the most expensive things in my life right now, but it's also, like, one of the most important things. It's, like, it's an expense that I'll pay every time, but it's, like, wow, it is expensive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it must be, like, I have pretty good insurance from my work, and I don't, I haven't pursued it. I probably, I probably should, um, but I probably should look into, think... like, what it costs to, to talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. If even if the barrier to entry wasn't money at all, I still think you'd have so many people who just never take that step, just because they're I don't know what the reason is. They're scared. Yeah, they're there's I just mean, stigma.
2: Yeah, I mean there there is like for for me there like I never had like because if somebody would say Hey, I'm going to therapy," I'm like, "Fuck yeah, awesome. You do you. Same. You get it, right? Yeah." And I never I never would have thought to do it for myself until Vivi came out and said like Hey, I'm I'm kind of worried about you." Like let's let's get you someone to talk to and then when i even like my first time there she's like so what do you like tell me what are you here for what are you hoping to get out of it and i go uh, that's I what know. i know like, was I, exactly I like that yeah right and that that's like so like so
1: it's so such a ingrained. Fine response though yeah
2: it's... yeah it's like i don't know what i'm expecting out of this i just i i think that something's off and i want to explore and and have you help me through this i i think right like yeah uh, it's just because there is the there is that stigma that's been built up for so long, and in addition to that, it's like I wouldn't even know what to say, right? There's that yeah. kind of like that self um, you're holding yourself back in that yeah. in that regards. So you wanted for, so for me. so
0: everything is image related. Everything in people's lives today, especially for younger people, they always want to maintain a good image, and I feel this <laughs> more than that brand. Yeah. yeah, well, you you never want to display weakness um to in a public face especially if it's going to be out there forever or it's going to be in a situation where people will remember because that's like why you're known um so it, it's so difficult for people to to display any form of like how many people have come out recently and said like hey I'm going to see a therapist there's there was a movement where influencers were were coming out and saying like hey I see a therapist maybe you should too and i think that that was an awesome way to to destigmatize it um it's i don't know if it was really the healthiest way to do it um but if 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 more and more people will admit that they not you don't i don't think anyone needs it but if they can get something out of it
1: it's really it's once you make the the jump to okay i just want to do this for myself that's, that's when you're actually going to get something out of it. And that's when you can, mm-hmm. like, once you start to approach it as like, you know, there's a problem here. And if you genuinely want to fix it, like, I think you can fix, you can fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you have the will and, you know, you know, yeah, you do your, you know, do your research when you're looking for help and stuff, but like, yeah. f- people are there to help you. And I mean, like, I went into therapy literally not, knowing what i was going to talk about at all but within the first session it was just like you know mm-hmm. she asked they, they'll ask you the questions that need to be asked you know like you're not going in blind you have someone who's mm-hmm. going to guide you and like yeah literally the, you'll figure out what you're there for when you're there that's what i found out
2: my yeah. my mentality is like if you if you hurt yourself physically i have a cough i have a sickness i broke my hand i like you know i sprained my ankle. You go see someone to help you figure it out. You're not going to be able to fix it yourself, right? And even then, sometimes you're going to go, hey, Doc, I've been, you know, I have a stomach ache or I can't, like, uh, I, I can't keep anything down or, you know, I shit all the time, right? Like, I don't know what's going on. It's the same I thing. Shit the- I shit all the time. Like, like, all the time. <laughs> like, it's the same, like, <laughs> Doc, help me figure out what's going on. It's the same thing yeah. with your mind, right? Like, I I honestly, like, I'll, going into it like so VV, like just to open up like VV asked like larry you're going through a rough patch i noticed these symptoms do you think you could be depressed and i went i don't know <laughs> like yeah
1: like maybe, maybe. i've never been <laughs> yeah. i've
2: never been like clinically you know diagnosed with it or anything like that um but i i guess i could go check it out just the same way it'd be like larry you keep limping. Do yeah. you think you might have a problem with your knee, right? Like, uh, I don't exactly. know. I guess I could go find out. It's I, it's the same mentality, but it's just the fact that it's mental, and I think that there is – I don't know where it came from. You could speculate, but there is that stigma of, of having, like, mental fortitude or being able to mm-hmm. deal with – I know it. where like, it came from. Like, uh, you know where it came from?
0: It came from old people it come from? who, who... – <laughs> <laughs> the only time that they... I'm not oh, even joking. Dude. Boomers. It came from old people who the only time they've ever they've ever heard of an interaction with a therapist it was because somebody yeah. was pushed over the edge. They went too far yeah. and, and something mm. terrible happened. They snapped. They started abusing yeah. hardcore drugs or something like that. And that's the only uh, time that they you. ever saw a therapist. Someone so like that he, has yeah. been passed down. They
2: never down. saw a healthy... Yeah, uh, they saw another. They never saw the healthy benefits beyond it. Yeah, I know yeah. that um, uh, PTSD. Right, like back in World War One, they just it's shell shocked. Oh, you're shell shocked. Yeah. And then over the years, they realized that this is a serious mental, you know, impact upon people, and they were able to properly diagnose it. But that's kind of where I thought. I I think I'm in the same line with you, Ben. It's like they 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 see the extremes, and so mm. they they have this negative aspect to to go into that. No, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And if you think about it, it's ridiculous because what is the most important part of your body? It's the brain. It's literally the, Oh, I was going to say something else. (laughs) That's a whole other, that's a whole other aspect of psychology. (laughs) Um, There is no single more vulnerable, more easy to damage, more, more important part of your body than your brain. And it's, the most dismissed part because it never, not never, it rarely ever has the physical symptoms of, like you were saying, like an actual physical illness, like like your yeah. arms falling
1: off or your heart stops beating. <laughs> Classic like, arm falling off. <laughs> Classic. Just, yeah, arm falling That's off-itis. That's what we should
2: be worried about we yeah.
1: should be talking about that actually <laughs> watch out for your arms gamers
2: <laughs>
0: yeah
1: well no i mean
0: carpal tunnel me and larry have a friend who's <laughs> yeah, dealing with that right now mm-hmm. He's,
2: yeah, he's, he's nerve, like improper yeah exactly yeah,
0: yeah. it's um,
2: important yeah yeah
3: mm-hmm.
0: but like on a level of carpal tunnel versus um uh something wrong with your brain Carpal tunnel is going yeah. to get that attention nine times out of ten, way more than something, and that's just ridiculous to me. Yeah. and I think it's because it's true. How do you isolate? It's like, like Larry was saying, you can tell your reality. Your, yeah, yeah, you can tell if your arm's dying, but how do you tell if your brain's <laughs> dying? I'm just yeah, sad. You, I'm just your having reality a hard time. is the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. it it does. It. I think you know having other perspectives definitely helps, but that's mm-hmm. not always an option for people, and I think it does you have to learn to reflect but that's an easy thing to say you know <laughs> like it's very easy to say
2: yeah it's take care of yourself right yeah <laughs> <I> definitely it's a <laughs> idea that's right mochi you tell them you gotta take care of yourself She felt that that, that right that that's and it goes physically but also mentally um yeah. you know when something's off like that that, that that's the thing it's like just like any other any other um, symptom right you know when something's not doing well but if you constantly ignore it or if you constantly push it aside eventually it becomes your new normal Mm -hmm. you know i had i had a friend whose father had bone spurs in his foot for years Mm -hmm. years and the doctor was like i do not know how you are able to walk around this should be excruciating pain and it's like well i've just Dealt with it, and so I'm used to it now. You know, it's the same thing. Like, I think you'll know. It's just a matter of of like you said, reflecting on it and really being open and vulnerable with yourself to say, maybe there's something here that I should check. And there's no harm in checking it out, right? because
1: it it can be scary to check it out. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Um, like your general practitioner. I first went to my general practitioner to say, like, hey, I think I think I might need to go see someone about depression. I don't know though, and he goes, oh, "Okay, well, let's talk about that. What are you like?" And he will go through, you know, these. Um, he gave me a, like a couple of things, and and they're like, "Yeah, well, you're not super depressed, no, but you might be. Like, so yeah, here, like, here's some people I would recommend." And that's just yeah. kind of the the idea.
0: Yeah, and I feel like I don't know. It, it's I wanted to talk about this way more, and I knew that this was I intentionally left, um, everything shorter in the notes just because i knew that this was going to be a long conversation and maybe it's something that we can come back to at a future time because I, I think that yeah we didn't we d- we barely even scratched the surface of, of even what i wanted to talk about um yeah there's so much more <laughs> but into, yeah. we have been going yeah. i, I promised larry i feel like i say this every time i promised larry we wouldn't go too long we have have been going for way too We're long about
2: an hour and a half yeah, it's about an hour and a half ish that's fine that's healthy
0: um, so. Yeah, so we're going to wrap up. Um, I also just wanted to say, I don't uh, really ever um, talk to chat much during these podcasts just because it, it we are going for a, a podcast format, but I did want to appreciate the people in chat who were discussing um, mental health. I, I haven't been reading that, it. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: so on the side a little bit.
0: Breaking, breaking the show just a little bit, I do appreciate you guys talking. And um, if this was a different format, I would definitely engage with that. But... Let's wrap things up, um, Spooks. I just wanted to say again, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, it, it's yeah. looking like it's looking like we might have you on again. again I'm, I'm down, man. It's hey. it's a good time.
1: Yeah,
2: there's nothing wrong with having a another co-host. The three P. Just Come
1: say it. <laughs> hey. Well, there you go. <laughs> Maybe Look, a rotation. I, I'm fully down. I, I'm enjoying yeah. these. I'm, I I'm I, I mean for another conversation.
0: I want to. Oh, I knew what it said. I I remember what it was. Oh, oh, okay. I remember what it was. Oh, I remember what it was. I wanted it. to say that. In the, not in the, like an hour ago, we were talking about, um, somehow like, (laughs) I I forget what it was, but (laughs) the thing that I wanted to say was the, some of the podcasts that I've enjoyed the most are the ones that Mm -hmm. like get the least attention get the least, um, listens or downloads and stuff. And I think that that's something that can help so much when you're doing something like this, where if you're like, we were saying, if you can have fun doing it, it really doesn't matter what like other people are getting out of it like what other people are watching but anyway yeah thanks spooks for coming on the show appreciate it so much thank Um, you so much check out his twitter it's right there on the screen at spook jk um also with larry we we plug him every time um something i did want (laughs) to point out or (laughs) did want to mention um is uh if you want to join the discord and you want to talk about stuff that we've discussed on the show i'm basically on discord 24 7 um Check out, I think our vanity URL right now is discord.gg slash nighthawk. Um, join the Discord, join the community. I've been trying to get a lot more people coming into the Discord uh, to maintain Discord's new partnership requirements. So I really would appreciate if anyone wants to talk about anything that they hear on the show, come and join the Discord. Helps a lot for me, and I'd really, really love to hear more from you guys. Because right now, the, the people who I interact with who listen to the podcast, most of them are people who I know already. And I know that there are people out there who are listening to podcasts and leaving comments <laughs> on YouTube and leaving comments on my Twitter. Um, come to the Discord. I I, I want to talk to you guys. Um, come say what's up. Yeah, come say what's up.
2: As exactly always, that whenever you jump in, you have to say what's up. <laughs> yeah, yes. it starts
1: off the first thing. Have to say what's up. Have
0: the to. first thing you have to say is what's up. Um, yep. as always, <laughs> if you can't catch the show on Twitch.tv/slash nighthawk 2000 which is where we stream live almost every Wednesday. Um, watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash nighthawk twenty thousand. Check out my Twitter. Um, it should be in the description. Twitter.com slash Bendapiro, Larry's Twitter, Hooks's Twitter. Um I try to post almost all the updates there. And if you wanna listen to the show, it's on Audible or sorry, Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcasts and probably eight others. Um so. <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This was a a bit of an unplugged one, and I really think that we talked about a lot of important
3: stuff. So, thanks for coming out, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yep. All right. Bye.